Hey guys! Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony and Jackie. Uh, let's jump right in. You have some unfortunate gun news. Yes. Pertaining so, to our rights. Yeah. Our gun rights. Uh, so I got an email a couple days ago from the Firearms Policy Coalition. Um, I've been following them for a while. They keep me up to date on a lot of the bills that they're trying to pass at different levels. These are all federal level bills that are trying to be passed. Uh, they're currently moving towards Biden's desk, um, awaiting his eventual signature, which I don't doubt will happen. So let's hope our judiciary system does their job and vetoes and doesn't allow it to, be, to go through. Uh, the first one is a gun licensing registration and partial ammo ban. That is HR 127. Then we have H.R. 125, Federal Waiting Period on Firearms, Ammo Magazines, and Suppressors. H.R. 121, Funding to Hire 200 ATF Gun Confiscators. And H.R. 130, Mandatory Government Standard for Firearm Storage with Requirement for Investigation of Reports. Those are not looking great. Um, Sounds all like a whole lot of hooey. It is a whole lot of hooey. Um, so get on with your reps, let them know that this is not something you stand for. Um, if they are representing you properly, they will take into consideration all the people that are contacting them in regards to shutting this down. So, fingers crossed, do your parts, do your stuff. Yeah, guys, I know it's, it, it takes a lot of work, but this year it's going to require a lot of work from all of us. Yeah, next four years are going to be a really rough ride for gun owners. We're going to have to really stay on our toes, you know, keep up to date with, like, FPC or uh, GOA. Mm -hmm. You know, keep an eye out on what is going on. Keep your ear to the ground so we can kind of stay ahead of the ball. Proactive, gonna, not reactive. Yeah, we're going to have to fight, guys. It's going to be, it's going to be a challenge, but, you know. There's a lot of us. There and is. And a know, lot of new gun owners. As, you know, listen, we've made it through Clinton, made it through Bush, made it through Obama, went with Trump, and now we will go through Biden. So. Biden will have to go through us. <laughs> yeah. Just keep your head up, keep your ears to the ground, prepare for a fight. It's going to be borderline exhausting, but. Sometimes you have to fight for things you really want. So be prepared to do so. In other news, a local gun store-ish, local-ish to us, or kind of way up there north, they were offering customers $100 per thousand primers. So, so if you brought a thousand primers in, they'd give you a hundred bucks. Wow. Because you can turn around and sell it for $600 on GunBroker. <laughs> that's insane the primer prices is getting like absolutely ridiculous availability is still really short people are price gouging the hell out of them well and it's suffering from the same thing as like the ps5 that just came out these people run out and buy six of them mm -hmm. for the sole purpose of selling them yeah you know it's not the first thing and it certainly won't be the last thing that people do that with yeah. It's crappy for people that actually use them, mm -hmm. but kind of a 
kind of the game we have to play right now. I just thought it was kind of weird that a gun shop was doing it. Like, hey, we'll give you $100 for a sleeve of primers. Which would explain why I get an uptick in people calling, like, you guys carry primers? Yeah, so they can take the primers. Huh. No, no, I don't. Don't even sell them there, get their 100 bucks. Right, exactly. Uh, some new products that I cannot believe we forgot to cover last time. Yeah, there's a lot of new ones. Um, for anyone who missed it, uh, SHOT Show ended a few days ago. Well, not the NOT Show. Not Show. People are calling it the NOT Show because it's not SHOT Show. There was no trip to Vegas. There was no, you know, 18,000 vendors across uh, the Sands and Caesars Expo Centers. There was no seeing our friends. No seeing our friends. Yep. Uh, it's always a really good time. We really miss going to that this week. Um, so we're going to cover a lot of the new product that has been leaking out. Uh, we didn't get as much coverage on it as we would have if we were there. Um, so we were able to catch a few things here and there that are coming out. Uh, one of them is the new Taurus TX-22 competition. So if you guys remember when the TX-22 first came out, we were kind of excited about it because we saw a picture of Jesse Harrison on her Instagram shooting that one. It is now available in a competition style. So uh, it is not a frame-mounted optic ready. It's actually mounted to, like, what would we guess be? It's the barrel. It's, yeah, it's the barrel. It's um, mounted to the barrel. Yeah, so that's really cool. Um, so the barrel is different than the regular TX-22. It's a bull barrel. Mm-hmm. That's threaded for cans or compensators. Mm-hmm. And it is drilled and tapped right on top. <laughs> so, and from the looks of it, it has a lot of different screw patterns available. Yeah, it's got so a big plate. You're not going to have to do like, you know, adapter plates and everything. No. Nope. It's got a lot of it. It's got quite a few different ones. There's a huge list of them that it offers. If you don't want to run a dot, the mounting portion of the barrel is low enough to where you can still use irons mm-hmm. so we don't have doubt on it you still have iron sights and it has like a really cool cutout on the top i like how you explained it it's similar to like the how the top of uh like a bread 92 looks on the top yep. where part of it's exposed around you know the slide goes around it and like you can see the barrel exposed which is really cool um so the I'm sure you guys have seen this. This gun got shown. It was never available on the market. It got shown a few years ago. Maybe no, it was like ten years ago. Yeah, I mean it's been a while back since it got shown. Um, so it is the Zev Magpul. They came together and did a gun together. When the gun is completely folded up, it looks like um, one of those like big bricky flashlights with a handle on the top of it. Is what it looks like, and then. I don't know if you, like, flick a button or hit a latch, and this whole thing unfolds into a little carbine, and it looks like it may have, like, a Glock grip on it. So it, It's super cool. I think originally when they designed it, they were planning on putting a Glock in it and then having this thing fold out away from it around, around the gun. Um, now, looking at their reintroduction of this gun years and years later... It's not looking like it has Glock in it, but it is a pistol um, or a carbine. You can get either one. Um, so the carbine is called the FDC-9, the C for carbine, and then the pistol version is FDP-9. 
Um, so that, it looks super cool. Uh, it won't be available till 2022. So, I don't know. We got a whole nother year to stew on it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really smart that they went with Zev. Because basically they're, they're stuffing an OZ-9 in it. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about an OZ-9, if you guys don't know, is it's really a Glock built kind of 2011-isk. Mm-hmm. Where it has a chassis and then you can attach different grip modules to it. Mm-hmm. So to put an OZ-9 in like this carbine, you have the slide and the upper and the chassis. Now you just need to build a foldable type grip and you can do that without having to build like a foldable frame like... Full conceal. <laughs> <laughs> or cut a Glock up and just put hinges on it. Right. Like Ikea furniture. <laughs> Don't do this at home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited and... It's refreshing to know that Magpul is, they know. And they've been making fun of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yes, we're still making it. Mm-hmm. Promise. Like, yeah. It's coming. Like, when it when it hits, it's going to, I think, be super cool. Because it's not, you know, they have a really high reputation. Mm-hmm. Magpul and Zev both. So I don't have any doubts that when they do finally come out with it, that all the weight's going to be worth it. I think it's gonna I mean I, we're gonna have one definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They look super cool. What else have we got? Uh so everybody I'm sure knows I'm a huge fan of the MP five. Mm-hmm. You may have mentioned it once or fifteen times. Yeah. <laughs> so it appears the official drop is tomorrow. But mm-hmm. it appears that Sentry Arms now has an MP5 clone offering. Okay. And for the information I can gather, is the old Zenith lost their contract for importing. Century Arms picked it up. So now they're importing, and the Zenith ones were phenomenal. Really good. I mean, you could use HK parts in a Zenith. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. My issue with this... The MSRP rumor is around $2,800. You can buy the HK SP5, the OG Mac Daddy, for $2,949 MSRP. So... $2,949, so yeah, like $150 more. To get an HK. Yeah. Eh, unless they're going to shock the world and be like, nope, oh, hey, it's going to be sub-1,000. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Right. But... I mean, even even if it was like you know, low to low to mid thousands, like you know, yeah, yeah twelve, you know, twelve to fifteen hundred would be like a really great deal. At twelve hundred, this thing would sell itself. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Oh, I know you are. But, um, I think we should just like every new product we're gonna go over, we're just gonna say we'll eventually own one of those. And so I know you you really want one. Well, I mean, I you want the the MP5. Yeah. Well, I want an MP5, but I'll settle for an SP5. You know what I meant. So. The MP5 is well, yes. not accessible. But, um. <clears throat> um, so, Volkortsen. Shout out to my buddy Scott. I know Scott. He's an awesome dude. And they have finally gotten one of their awesome pistols on the new Mark IV frame. Yeah. So, this one is called the Mamba X. Mm-hmm. This thing looks good. Yeah. So it's a Mark IV frame. 
It's got, of course, their Volkortsen Accurizing Kit in it. Their Volkortsen Bolt. Uh, I think the Bolt is uh, Mark IV as well. Yeah, I mean, it. no, is it? I believe so. It's a Mark IV frame and Mark IV Bolt. Well, they make a Bolt for the Mark IV oh. already. Okay. They're fancy little, see that little black? Yeah. Fancy bolt thingy. They're super cool. So the Mamba X comes with a comp on the end. Oh, yeah. And it's about a four and a half inch upper. And the top is flat. So there is no Picatinny rail. But it's got, man, how many dots is that? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen dots almost. That it's compatible with? It's got holes drilled in the top for them. That's very cool. So it's direct mount. Mm-hmm. So super cool. I'm kind of excited. I have shot a Volkortsen before. They are nice. Now I know that you've had your eye on a Mark IV 2245 Lite in the past. If you were to put that side by side, price out, you know, price out the window. Like, they cost the exact same amount of money in your mind. Which one would you go with? Oh, the Volkortsen. Yeah. Now MSRP on the Mamba X is thirteen forty two. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not expensive. <laughs> it's pricey, but you get a lot of good stuff. Like it is a phenomenal. I've sold quite a few mm-hmm. to people. It took a little convincing, but once they shoot them, it's the best twenty two handgun I've ever shot. They're just awesome. Which is understandable why a large majority of the Steel Challenge Championship winners shoot Volkorsen. Yeah. That and Scott knows who to pick. Like, he knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you already have a twenty two forty five, you're in luck. Because while not the Mamba X, you can just buy their LLV-4X upper, which is the same upper that's on the Mamba X. So, because they have the same frame, they're interchangeable. And yeah, as long as you got a Mark IV, this will bolt right to it. Which is very cool. And the MSRP on this thing is only four eighty nine. There you go. Now it, like, literally doubles the cost of your Mark IV. Right. But, totally worth it. I should tell you, um, pretty sure this does not come with the uh, the bolt either. So you're going to have to buy the bolt. And their bolts are hundred some bucks, I believe. I want to say they're about a hundred. They are worth it. I thoroughly enjoy them. Maybe I'll talk to Scott and see if we can get in one to review them. Yeah, that would be cool. This is why you don't touch the iPad. Sorry. 282. So. So, 282, 450... Plus your Mark IV. Which is like just 475 500 Buy the Mamba X. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't have one. Yeah, if you don't already own a Mark IV. Yeah, but if you were to add it up, right? So if you had the Mark IV, figure 500 mm-hmm. The Accurizing Kit, 150 The Bolt, 285 And then the upper for whatever I just said. $485 is a lot. It is cheaper to buy the Mamba at that point. So, and it's all installed, 
you know, no time. Yeah. Which might not be a bad idea to look and buy in a rimfire because we don't know if ammo's going to be available. Right. Oh, ammo shortages suck so bad. Yeah, we are having a hard look at our uh, schedule this year. It keeps changing because the ammo crisis is not looking nearly as good. Yeah, we were really hoping when we first set our schedules out at the uh, tail end of last year for the upcoming year, we're like, all right, well, this many majors, this many locals, this amount of ammo for practice sessions. Yeah, because by then, you know, you know the election's going to be over. We should be able to get more stuff by then. We're like, oh, crap. <clears throat> Cut yeah. the list again. But I am really excited because we just signed up for a match. The uh, WIT. We signed up for two. We had the one right after that one. We actually signed up for that one already, though. Yeah, the Bend of the River. We already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Bend of the River is the end of March, and then the beginning of March is usually the kickoff to our first match of the season every single year, which Pretty is much. very exciting, and that is the WIT at Pine Tree Pistol Club in Rockford. Which is the Winter Indoor Ipsic Tournament. Yes. Woohoo! Yeah. That is my one can't-miss-won't-miss match that we each get one that we... You know, no backing out, no reason why we can't go. Like, if we can't make any other match, this is my my one won't give up match. And he gets a one won't give up match. So the wit is always my won't give up match because that's my favorite because it's always themed and I'm such a huge nerd. Last year was Star Wars and it was so awesome. It was. Our very first one was Ghostbusters. That was so cool. Yeah. So the wit is cool. It is unlike any other match. So Pine Tree is my home club. And we have three bays, basically. They're all indoors. And what they do is they have an AM-PM squad. Squads, multiple. And AM comes in. They shoot three. Usually, no, they shoot four. I'm sorry, they shoot four. So we have one big middle bay and then two outer bays. And we split the middle bay down the middle. And we usually have two stages in there. AM squads go through. All four of them. All four. Then they go for a pretty long lunch. I will say this is a blessing and a curse. This is one of those matches where I try and squad with people that are friends. Because we get to go out, have a really nice meal, and sit down and talk. And just hang out. Because you have a, it's a very extensive break. Because you got to figure it's about three four hours. The amount of time that it takes your group to run those four stages. Now another group has to run those four while you're on lunch. Right. So the same amount of time that you spend shooting is the same amount of time that you spend on lunch, and then you go back after they reset the stages. Yeah. Then they change all four stages, and then you shoot again. Mm-hmm. So much fun. I love that match. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't decided what division I'm shooting, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I am shooting production. You are. Because production nationals is in May, and I'm going to try and get in a few locals plus the wit between now and then. Uh, bring me back to focus on on irons rather than the dot. And, you know, it's not a whole lot lighter, but I'm also going with 10 round mags now instead of, you know, 23 round mags. <laughs> Yeah, well... I had to redo my gear, put extra mag pouches onto it. So, just a few little tweaks. I gotta get some time in behind it before Nationals. Which is super exciting. Yeah, I've been handling the SD9. Yeah. You gonna shoot, uh, you gonna shoot production at the WIT? 
I don't know yet. Mm. I do have a scorpion that I've done stuff to, and I really want to shoot it. I've done stuff to. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of dumb stuff too. I was just going to do that. You cut off my segue with your segue. So, <laughs> let's uh, divert Tony's project guns, and let's ask Jackie about one of her project guns. So I know last week we talked about Tony's multiple project guns, and I kind of hinted that I was working on one while I threw up a picture of it on Instagram, and of course, immediately, like within minutes, I had a few people like, oh, your project gun, like, because they know I was just dogging on Tony for all of his project guns. All of his project guns, meaning I don't have as nearly as many as him, but I get one project gun and I put up, don't... Don't, One? don't eyeball me. <laughs> One? You're going to lie in front of God and everybody? One? More. One more project there, gun. That's better. <laughs> and everyone's giving me crap about it. Okay. It is super cool. So I've had my Glock 21 for 12-ish years. I got it when I first started working at the gun shop that I work at. And so it was the second gun I ever bought. Had her for a really long time. Um, I put a trigger kit in it. Um, just, you know, it's got the standard shoe on it. I just did some, you know, trigger bar work. I think I put a Zev trigger kit, um, and a ghost spring set in it. Very, very long, very, very, very long time ago. Um, and then my and Tony's first Christmas together, he bought me a really nice set of TFO, uh, sights for the front and rear. So that's the only things I've ever done to this gun. Um, so it hasn't been pimped out. It hasn't been made special like my first gun, my 19. It's kind of sitting there. Well, you didn't shoot it much. It was basically your nightstand gun. Yeah, it was my nightstand gun. Um, you know, it had one of our several lights on it. Yeah. And it just but nothing, had its job. Yeah, like, nothing fancy. It just, you know, it sat there and looked pretty and stuff. And even though it wasn't pretty, Glocks aren't pretty. You have to make them pretty. So Tony comes home one day with an MCK kit from CAA and throws it in there. We took it for a torture run on the range, ran a bunch of rounds through it, put a red dot on it, sighted it in. Um, what was the issue that we had? Was it, it wasn't like seated all the way forward or clipped in all no. the way? Cause it wasn't, uh, yeah, it was weird. So it worked for like the first 15 for you. Mm-hmm. And then it jammed on every single one for me. Yeah. Couldn't figure out why Popped the gun out and it worked just fine. And I'm like, oh, that's really weird. So I started going through it, and I I should have checked beforehand, but not all the screws on the kit were tight. Mm-hmm. So the clamshell, like it, the halves, I should say, were not snug. Mm-hmm. So that little tiny bit bolt of handle thing that attaches to your slide had a lot of movement in it, mm-hmm. causing it to. But once we tighten it down. Everything ran great. Zero malfunctions after that. Yes. So that is now my, um, I will say bedside gun, but it's, you know, we keep them elsewhere. Yeah. No, I, this thing's cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, so it's super fun a, to shoot. It is a lot of fun to shoot. Uh, we have a US Optics red dot on it. Right now I have a little O-light that came with the kit. No. Um, that came with the Scorpion. Oh, is that where it came from? Yeah. One of Tony's project guns. It came... Folks, is everyone listening? It came with one of Tony's project guns. <laughs> um, so I have that on the side rail right now, and that one's got a 
flashlight and a green laser on it, but I think, which one, Streamlight? We're going to put a little Streamlight on there or something? Probably. I'm going to take one of his many, 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 many lights. Never have lights. He is a light hog. Um, but he shares. I guess I can't, you're not a light hog. You're just a light hoarder. Whore. Yeah, you're a hoarder. <laughs> you are a light hoarder. Not a light whore. Light oh, hoarder. Hoarder. Like, oh, my light's all for me. Ha, 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 ha. And then you share them, but you're still, like, hoarding them. Like, forever hoarding. So, I have a light, a laser, red dot. Uh, I've got a Chris Vector with a 30-round mag on there. So that's the extension. Ginormo monster. The Chris Vector extension that goes on the bottom of the 13-round Glock mag to make it 30 rounds. Which, which is super cool. This is their Gen 2 one. I was really skeptical. Their Gen 1 one. Gen 1 one. Their first Gen 1. Was not uh, known to be reliable. There's a ton of videos out there where it just fails. Mm -hmm. So I was really skeptical on this one. But I thought, this gun needs, like, a big stick mag. Yeah. And you can't really find reliable big stick mags for 45s. Mm -hmm. And this thing ran flawlessly. I mean, we ran... About 200, 250 rounds. We ran a bunch through it. Yeah. I mean, the first go-round, and it had zero hiccups. Mm-hmm. And, uh, got a ETS mag. Yeah, that's just stick. for range fun. And I, I was gonna say, I haven't shot it through there yet. I have it loaded up, loaded up right now. Um, just because it looks so cool with the two mags sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're gigantic. They look like legs. Look like a, It looks like Big Bird. Like a big two tall spindly legs and it balances on them his big old body and these two tiny little stick legs big bird I think she might have a different name because she is she is the beast but she may be big bird now yeah. you have future plans for it um I mean besides nightstand I don't really uh well maybe we do have one more thing coming in for it don't we mm, two technically two yeah. I really want to switch out that top rail. Oh, that's right. We're going to swap out the top rail. And, 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 and. Can I tell them? Can I tell them? I'm going to tell you guys. It is a pistol bayonet spike. Oh, it's so cool! They come in three inches or four inches in a stainless color or in a black. I think we're going with the four inch black, if I'm not mistaken. Or did I pick silver? I don't remember which one, because you had asked me, and I was up in the air, so I kind of flipped a coin on it. So I don't remember which one I actually ordered. So whichever one comes in, that's what I'm getting, and it's a four-inch spike. Yes! It does look cool. So cool. So if uh, 60 rounds, 61 rounds of uh, 45 is not enough, I will poke your eyeballs out. Stay out of my house. <laughs> oh, maybe upgrading the uh, brace, too. Oh, yeah. You're, so we're going to get the Gen 2 brace on yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Oh, those things are super fun. I still... We still have our other normal home defense guns. It's not up there for me yet as a home defense gun. Mm -hmm. uh, I plan to run it through a couple of uh, classes at, like, Front Sight. Mm -hmm. If it can make it through two of those without a single malfunction... That's pretty worthy, then. That will definitely pass the test. Um, and that will not be happening until the ammo shortage is over, because 45 ammo right now, ouch. Oh, I have plenty of 45. Yeah, 45 yeah. has been coming and going in waves. Uh, plenty us. of 45. Well. That's easier to find right now than 5.56. I'd rather take that through a carbine class than my other one right now. All right. 
Um, so, oh, so I guess um, someone did ask me today, so I figured I'd talk about it on the podcast. I also have a project update. Oh, no. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, so my Gerson Regard, a.k.a. the poor man's Beretta, mm-hmm. uh, got some not poor man parts on it. So it got a Langdon Tactical Technologies trigger job in a bag. Which made it oh so sweet. It is very nice now. It was almost unshootable. Uh, like what was it? the I, double action. It was pretty bad. The double action was really bad. I also ordered, finally it finally came in, is a Wilson Combat super low profile safety. This meant that I could not get the G mod. Because that has its own safety, and I wanted the super low pro one because my thumb sits right behind that safety, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to keep having to move my grip. Yeah. So no G mod, but I'm okay. I can live with that. Yeah. And then I also got a Wilson Combat uh, Mag Guide, so that replaces the rear lanyard loop, and it just kind of gives it just a little ramp to help with loading. Oh, I like it. it. Looks really cool. Yeah. I dig it. I think I'm gonna start carrying it. Yeah. Hmm? We're we're at that point now. I do need to find some sights to try and fit on there. Good luck. Well, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna order uh, the biggest Beretta size I can find, and then just hand fit the sights on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're gonna have to because nobody, they're like proprietary sights. Yeah. Foolish. Foolish mistake on their part. Yep. So we do have some shooting sports news. I don't know if you've seen this because you've been kind of uh, busy lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, IDPA has lost their mind. <laughs> they went on this tangent and they put out like this PSA that uh, clubs must follow the rules. And, you know, they're there for a reason, blah, 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 blah. All of this stemmed from somebody posting a video of a local IDPK match and they were letting somebody draw from appendix. Which, so, the Defensive Pistol Association. Mm-hmm. So, you know, defensive, you have to shoot from, you know, concealment. You can't expose your body to more than one target. You can't drop mags on the ground if they have ammo in them still you have to draw from concealment so it's basically the way you would carry in real life is how this sport is set up and a large portion of people conceal in the appendix position that is stupid yeah a lot of people put their distaste out there for it and said exactly that you know and Man, I really wish I wrote down what exactly IDPA uh, quoted, Mm -hmm. but it was laughable. Absolutely laughable. Uh, Where is it? Here we go. This is not the laughable part. I'll have to find that, but uh, IDPA HQ has been made aware of videos online Displaying non-permitted holsters at a Tier 1 match, the club, the match direct, and the match director and appropriate match staff have been contacted by HQ. 
We remind all members and staff to remember that non-permitted holsters covered by Rule 8.5.1 are not eligible to be shot using specialty division rules as outlined by 8.2.10. If you have any other questions, we encourage you to reach out to our area to your area coordinator. And then something like 200 and something comments later, I think they, uh, <laughs> you know, there are people uh, pointing out there. They wouldn't say what it was, obviously. Yeah. We all knew it was appendix. Yeah. You know, there's guys commenting. Also IDPA. We don't know why no one shoots our matches anymore. <laughs> a lot of people pointed out, you know, it's a club match. We should be encouraging people to come shoot with whatever they have as long as they show that they're safe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's see. And the people making the rules sound like the same people that say you don't carry appendix or you'll shoot your dick off. Well, it's so funny. I was just talking. I put Wilson Combat Parts on there and built Wilson IDPA. Mm-hmm. So, pretty pretty funny. Very. Yeah, so, guys, uh, I don't know. I, I think IDPA is just going to just slowly it's dying. disappear. Unless they do some rule change. I, I, I guarantee if they change to allowing appendix... You would see an instant uptick. There would be a huge rise in IDPA participants. Even if they got rid of the stupid fishing vest thing. Yeah. The shoot me the shoot me vest. <laughs> yeah, the shoot me first vest. Mm-hmm. So I I hope it changes for them. I do like having other options for shooting sports. But we'll see. Uh, I did get a couple questions in. Well, these are interesting. Who is your favorite superhero? Hmm. I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman for you? I think it's... Well, I don't know. Superhero, it has, like, a lot of different meanings. Like, I never... Like, superhero, you have to have, like, something super about you. Like, he's rich. He has a lot of toys. Yes, he has skills, but he doesn't have like a superpower. So are we talking about heroes that have He's superpowers? A okay. Is it Batman? Yeah, I'm Batman. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always loved. I don't know Batman, Spider-Man. I love his interpretation too. I think for personality and like what they do for the world, I think Spider-Man is more of my favorite. But I'm like. A little bit obsessed with all of Batman's gadgets, so I think I just have like gadget envy. So I would have to say Spider-Man then. If we're talking strictly superheroes, mine is Spider-Man. I am more of an anti-hero kind of guy. I love the Punisher, Punisher, <laughs> Ghost Rider, Venom. You do love your Venom. I do. So like a those are my... in the wind. <laughs> like a turd. In the wind. <laughs> best movie ever. <laughs> really not the best movie ever, but it is a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when we watch Venom, he will rewind and play that line until we are laughing so hard that we can't breathe. <laughs> it's true. Oh, we're on a, like a movie, not gun question kick, apparently. Favorite gun movie. Favorite quotes. gun movie? Yeah. I always had a soft spot for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not that I would ever encourage couples to hide things from one another, but if you do, you better fucking kill them before they kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Insert explicit rating. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I get excited. Uh, Favorite gun movie. Mm. I was a big fan of Wanted, strictly because they put race guns on TV. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool. You mean shitting around the corner wasn't the big thing for you? You weren't no. that. <laughs> Angelina Jolie holding a race gun was kind of what did it for me. Right. I would say my favorite. Which is funny because yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Smith. <laughs> um, I'd say up there for favorite gun movies. I still consider it a gun movie. Would be Equilibrium. Something about those Berettas and like gun kata, so like karate and guns mixed in. It, it, it's awesome. I love it. And the gunplay in it is super cool. The reloads? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> so then we should also put Tomb Raider on the list of your potential favorites, being that she's carrying guns and it's Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's not in equilibrium. Well, no, but Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which you really enjoy as I well. Do. And Wanted. All we need her to do is uh, guest star in a John Wick movie and have the trifecta. Yeah. She's lost my interest. (laughs) Right. All right. CCC. Carrie, compete, crush. Now, the first one we have is the Sig MPXK. Not three. Not the not the stupid one, copperhead. Which is a direct quote from the the submission. Yeah. <laughs> not the copperhead model. The HK SP five K with the brace and the Scorpion Micro. Those are your three to choose from. Go ahead. I was gonna let you go first. Go ahead. Being that you already have one of these, you want another one. Go ahead. So I think that I would want to compete with the Scorpion. Um, hmm. I would carry the SP5. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that... You're going to crush the MPX? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't, I mean, they're all, they're so similar. I mean, there's, like, little things. The only reason I was going to compete with the Scorpion is because, like, I've seen, like, how many things you can change out on yours, being that it's your current project gun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Yeah, you I can think... do a lot of stuff to MPXs. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought you competed with an MPX. It, it is most AR like as far as like manual of arms. Mm-hmm. It is. But I mean, AR-like. I also haven't like I've never been, been through formal training for an AR like carbine class or anything like that, so I don't have any habits to transition over to shooting PCC. If that was a thing, if you could actually compete with a brace, which yeah, you can't. So what are we competing in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's outlaw matches. Oh, that's true. So, what was your final? 
Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm gonna compete with the Scorpion and carry the MPX and crush the HK. <laughs> I know, cry, What? This one's tough. I'm only basing this off of the sheer number of MPXs that I've seen fail, so I'm going to crush it. Okay. Um, although I've seen a fair number not fail, I'm going to carry the HK because it's an HK. MP5, SP5, whatever. Seems like the ultimate truck gun to me. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just imagine, like, needing it? Like, just, like, slap it, like, you're gonna get it now! <laughs> <laughs> and then, because I'm gonna be competing with a scorpion, I might as well just compete with another one. Right. Which will be fun. Will be fun. The micro is very cool. I want another one like that one, not the carbine version. That pistol with the brace or just the pistol? No, 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 with the brace. With the brace? Yeah. yeah. I really, really like it. Oh, excuse me. Quite all right. A little sleepy, sir? A little bit. All right. So, here is my question to you guys. How has your plan of action for 2021 changed? And what are you going to do to continue to grow as a shooter without having the resource of ammo? And I don't want just the basic answer of, like, dry fire, because that's, duh, like you should. Mm -hmm. But, like, what are you going to do? Like, give me details. I want to know, like, hey, I'm going to follow Anderson's, like, 1 through 12, or I'm going to buy Ben's new book, or you know, I'm going to sign up for online coaching with Travis. Like, what are you going to do? Like, give me steps. I actually just had one of our listeners reach out to me today and tell me he just picked up the Cool Fire Dry Fire Trainer, and in addition to Dry Fire, which he's been doing regularly for the last couple of months since he hasn't been able to shoot any matches, um, he picked up the Cool Fire Trainer this week and has been practicing with it and loves it cool yeah so cool get it cool Cool. oh you're so punny (laughs) see what you did there i see what i did there yeah (laughs) well guys that's a wrap um we are going to see you guys next week next monday give you more information hopefully we get some more shot show stuff come out more information from the companies uh now that the official not show on demand is over, I think a lot more people are going to be able to leak out some of the stuff that's that was announced on the on demand in this upcoming week. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, you can always catch us on Instagram at Lavenload. Send us over some questions, comments at pewtimepodcast at gmail.com or send us a direct message on our, on our Instagram submit questions for cccs we love them we have a lot of fun with them oh also check out the website we do have a couple of new products that should be releasing monday or tuesday and one of them has to deal with my beloved hk i'm so excited because i know exactly which one you're talking about and i was anxious to see when you were going to release it i'm very excited so hopefully it's a hint enough for somebody to find me an hk Hmm. Maybe. I mean, you could lay it on a little thicker. 
Maybe I'd pick it up. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so check them out, guys. New shirts. Uh, we did have some new hats. The beanies are still in stock. The little pom-pom beanies. Yes, and I've been wearing mine. I absolutely love it. It's so toasty. It's so cold outside in Chicago. It is a little chilly. And I also have a question for you guys, so take a look on our stories. You'll see it there Monday. I want your guys' input on the next hat coming out. Ooh. So. Surveys. That's it, guys. Thank you as always. We love you. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.